Pitch Dark Radio is distributed by Creative Cauldron. Today's episode is sponsored by Boy Soap. Boy Soap is specially made for boys, by boys, and of boys. And now, the creepiest host on the East Coast, it's Gretchen the Witch. Greetings, children. It's me, Gretchen the Witch, back for another hair-raising spine-tingling episode of Pitch Dark Radio. Tonight's show is all about old friends, classic stories that have spooked for centuries. First up, we've got a little something from Eddie Allen Poe. So turn out the light and turn up the fright because here we go. You're walking into a jailhouse in 1853. There's someone there who desperately wants to speak with you. In there, you've got five minutes. You're the only visitor to know why anyone would come. It's the crime of the century, some say. It's you. I knew you would come. It's true. I have been ill. But why do you say that I have lost control of my mind? Listen, and I will tell you how it happened. You will see. You will hear how healthy my mind is. There was no reason for what I did. I didn't hate the old man. I even loved him. I didn't want his money. I think it was the eye. His eye was like a vulture's eye, blue with translucent film. When his eye was upon me, I felt a cold chill. Need anything else, dear? Are you warm enough? Perfectly cozy, thank you. Sleep well. Nighty night, ta-ta, pleasant dreams. And so, I finally decided I had to kill the old man and close his eyes forever. A madman cannot plan. You should have seen me. Every day that week, I was as nice as could be to the old man. I brought in the evening paper for you and a cup of tea. Ah, Jasmine, my favorite. And what is that I detect? A sprig of peppermint? And every night at midnight, I slowly opened his bedroom door. In my hand, I held a light covered over with a cloth, so no light showed. And every night I would lift the cloth out just a little, so that a single thin small light shone out. But the eye was always closed, so it was impossible to do the work. Good morning! And a good morning to you! Oh, how I slept the night away. Definitely wasn't doing anything weird. Oh, uh, well done. The eighth night. I was more than usually careful. I was sure of success. Suddenly, he moved. In his bed, he would think I was afraid. But no, I knew he could not see me. Who's there? For a whole hour, I did not move. Slowly, I lifted the cloth so a small light shone out. 
eye was open. The sight of the filmy bloom and my blood run to ice. I heard a sound. I tell you, my hearing had become extraordinarily good. And I realized it was the old man's heart beating louder, louder. Die! Yes, he was dead. The eye would trouble me no more. So I am mad, you say. You should have seen how careful I was to put the body under the floorboard. I must say, I certainly was very careful. I was to put that body under these floorboards. No human eye could see that these had been moved. I heard a tapping upon my chamber door. I answered, all politeness. Well, hello, officers. Whatever is the trouble? Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. That'll do. Apologies for the late hour, but we received a complaint. A concerned neighbor came to our headquarters, all in a flurry, reporting hearing sounds of distress. Distress? A scream. What's going on here? Oh, dear, I can explain. The scream, I'm afraid, was my own nightmare. Oh, I simply hate bad dreams. They had their suspicions. They inquired after the old man. I explained everything perfectly. He was away, I said, visiting friends in the country. My easy manner put off their suspicion. But come in, come in, search well. Oh, I do feel silly to have raised such an alarm over a dream. Right this way. Welcome, welcome. All right. I suppose we can look around. Oh, I simply adore your slipcover. Is that macrame? It is indeed. I led them all around the house, and then, as if playing a game, I invited them to sit down and talk for a while about the most mundane and stupid topics I could conceive of. I always say macrame is money. Now let me describe the various macrame projects I've undertaken. But as the time passed, I began to wish they would go. I kept answering them, but I had a headache. And there was a ringing in my ears. Now, what exactly is the difference between macrame and crochet? Ah... Uh, well, that's a whole nother ball of yarn. Why are we talking about yarn? Why are we always talking about yarn? I began to talk louder, faster over the ringing in my ears. Say, did you ever hear of the death beetle? Pardon? The death beetle. It makes a rattle. A rattle, yes. The death beetle typically inhabits the woods, but has been known to infest... The ringing wasn't a ringing at all. It was a sound, and it wasn't in my ears. It was like a ticking. A watch wrapped in cloth, and it was growing louder. They continued their inane chatter. Crochet is simply superior to macrame. On what grounds? How can you be so reductive? Now, now, to each their own. Louder, louder that noise. The ability to drop a stitch is what makes it art. But then there's the matter of doilies. Louder. I could hear it for certain now, louder, like the sound of a grandfather's clock besides my very head. To 
the inspectors not hear it? Louder! A sound I knew well. Louder! And not coming from the wall. No, from the floor. Fellows will simply have to agree to disagree, or we'll never get past this. I suppose you're right. Why do they not leave? I push my chair over the spot on the floor to try to drown out the sound. Was it possible? They did not hear? No, they knew. Of course, they were playing a mind game with me. You know, it seems there are a lot more yellow leaves this fall than last fall. No kidding. Trying to trap me, yes. I was suffering more than I could bear. And there's smiles, and from that sound, louder, louder, louder! Yes, yes, I killed him. Pull up the boards, and you shall see. I killed him. Here, it is. It is the beating of his hideous heart. They knew all along. They knew. The eye knew. That's enough. Come along. It won't do any good to get excited. No. No, don't go. You know, I cannot be mad. But why? Does his heart not beating? Why did it not stop? Awfully sorry you had to sit through that. But it's more or less the same story. A pure confession. Plain and simple. Insanity if I ever saw it. And what would you know about insanity? It's guilt. Only a guilty conscience can make someone act like that. I'll never forget what we saw when we pulled up the floor. Death Beetle. I beg your pardon? Death Beetle, don't you remember? The suspect even brought them up. You see, death beetles make a sound not unlike the beating of the human heart. A beetle? Of all the harebrained ideas I ever heard. This coming from the amateur mental health professional? If your theories on the human psyche are are anything like your opinions on the woven arts, you are woefully misled. Well, children, I hope you all learned a valuable lesson from that horrible tale. Never get caught! Only joking, only joking, of course. Now let me see, we've got a bit of time left, so why don't we turn over to our advice column. Pitch Dark Radio can solve everything from the abnormal, the paranormal, and well, the normal normal. The Pitch Dark Radio. Long time listener, first time writing. Like everyone else during COVID-19, I've been baking a lot. The problem is, whenever I try to make mean substitute teacher pot pie, I always end up with a soggy crust, and it tastes a little bit like feet. Any tips? Sincerely, decompose. Let's lend our ears to Dr. Hannibal for a bit of advice from the kitchen. Dear D, two tips. Try soaking the substitute teacher in a brine first. A few days is all you need for that bitter flesh to really soak up some flavor. Could be a big time issue. Adjust your temperature and your timer. Low and slow is our word in the pitch dark radio kitchen. For the feet, make sure that your substitute teacher isn't wearing Crocs, which is an evil beyond all we do here. Bon appetit, pitch dark radio. Sounds absolutely delicious, Dr. Hannibal. Thank you ever so much. Now, children, we have been...
been receiving some anonymous transcripts from beyond the pale from a correspondent we've never met or seen or even heard of. Let's listen. Hello, this is reporting from if you're listening to this radio broadcast, a horror must fell the fall of you. Guys will open in the streets, love with the sounds of screaming. And every man, woman, and child shall suffer. Make sure you, or you will never escape this terror. Well, now, children, wasn't that wonderfully weird? And finally, like we do every week, let's go over to Weather Girl for weather. Weather Girl is able to use her macabre meteorology to predict the weather for each week down to the hour. Weather Girl, what's our detailed forecast for next week? Rain. All right, children. Well, now that we've scared you and bewared you, it's time to leave you all alone to ponder your fears in the dark. See you next time for the second installment in a pitch dark radio.